0: It's January 19th, and we are reading through the One Year Bible. This is the One Year Bible Tour. My name is David McAdam, and it's a joy to be reading through God's Word together. Once again, Joseph is making the headlines in the book of Genesis, and and we are going to experience some emotional highs and lows with Joseph today. We're going to start reading from the English Standard Version, Genesis chapter 39, beginning with verse 1. Now Joseph had been brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, an Egyptian, had brought him from the Ishmaelites, who had brought him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. So he left all that he had in Joseph's charge, and because of him he had no concern about anything but the food that he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. And after a time his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Behold, because of me my master has no concern about anything in the house and he has put everything that he has in my charge. He is not greater in this house than I am, nor has he kept back anything from me except you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And as she spoke to Joseph day after day, he would not listen to her, to lie beside her or be with her. But one day, when he went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was there in the house, she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of the house. And as soon as she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had fled out of the house, she called to the men of her household and said to them, See, he has brought among us a Hebrew to laugh at us. He came in to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And as soon as he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried out, he left his garment beside me and fled and got out of the house. Then she laid up his garment by her until his master came home. And she told him the same story, saying, The Hebrew servant whom you have brought among us, he came in to me to laugh at me. But as soon as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment beside me and fled out of the house. As soon as his master heard the words that his wife spoke to him, The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord was with him, and whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. Chapter 40 Sometime after this, the cupbearer of the king of Egypt and his baker committed an offense against the Lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, And he put them in the custody of the house of the captain of the guard, in the prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard appointed Joseph to be with them, and he attended them. They continued for some time in custody. And one night they both dreamed, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, each his own dream, and each dream with its own interpretation. When Joseph came to them in the morning— he saw that they were troubled. So he asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in custody in his master's house, Why are your faces downcast today? They said to him, We have had dreams, and there is no one to interpret them. And Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Please tell them to me. So the chief cupbearer told his dream to Joseph, and said to him, In my dream there was a vine before me and on the vine there were three branches. As soon as it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and the clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. Then Joseph said to him, This is its interpretation. The three branches are three days. In three days he said to Joseph, I also had a dream. There were three cake baskets on my head, and in the uppermost basket there were all sorts of baked food for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating it out of the basket on my head. And Joseph answered and said, This is his interpretation. The three baskets are three days. In three days Pharaoh will lift up your head from you and hang you on a tree and the birds will eat the flesh from you. On the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all his servants and lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position, and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Chapter 41. After two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. And behold, there came up out of the Nile seven cows, attractive and plump, and they fed in the green grass. And behold, seven other cows, ugly and thin, came out of the Nile after them, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. And the ugly, thin cows ate up the seven attractive, plump cows, and Pharaoh awoke. And he fell asleep, and dreamed a second time. And behold, seven ears of grain, plump and good, were growing on one stalk. And behold, after them sprouted seven ears, thin and blighted, by the east wind. And the thin ears swallowed up the seven plump, full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. So in the morning his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the musicians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was none who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, I remember my offenses today. When Pharaoh was angry with his servants, and put me and the chief baker in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, we dreamed on the same night, he and I, each having a dream with its own interpretation. A young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. When we told him, he interpreted our dreams to us, giving an interpretation to each man according to his dream. And as he interpreted to us, so it came about. I was restored to my office, and the baker was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they quickly brought him out of the pit. And when he had shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came in before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Let's reflect upon the passage we just read. Joseph features prominently in this section concerning the generations of Jacob. And Joseph is really in the news in today's Old Testament reading. Rookie employee promoted to CEO of Potiphar's Enterprises. Third quarter profits rise. That could be a headline from the Business Weekly in Genesis 39, verses 3 to 5. Joseph Jacobson's picture is soon on the front page of Forbes magazine for his business acumen. And on People, magazines cover for his good looks. Then suddenly all papers run the story, quote, Stellar business exec sentenced to jail for attempted rape. End quote. Genesis 39, verse 23. Or quote, scandal rocks the home of the captain of the pharaoh's guard. End quote. The story of Joseph is an emotional roller coaster of high leaps and low sweeps. How difficult it would be if Joseph lived in his feelings. My father loves me. I'm up. My brothers hate me. I'm down. I'M SUCCESSFUL WITH TRUSTED ASSIGNMENTS. I'M UP. MY BROTHERS THROW ME INTO THE PIT. I'M DOWN. I'M RESCUED FROM THE PIT. I'M UP. I'M SOLD INTO SLAVERY. I'M DOWN. I'VE GOT AN INTERESTING JOB AND A BOSS WHO RECOGNIZES MY TALENT. Hmm, I'M UP. THE BOSS'S WIFE IS TESTING MY LIMITS. I'M DOWN. I'M VICTORIOUS OVER TEMPTATION AND ESCAPE HER ATTEMPTS TO SEDUCE ME. I'M UP. I'M ACCUSED OF A CRIME AGAINST MY MASTER AND JAILED. I'M DOWN. The chief jailer puts me in charge of all those held in prison, and I even get to use my God-given gifts. I'm up. Pharaoh's cupbearer, who promised to remember me as the one who interpreted his dreams correctly, forgets me. I'm down. The chief cupbearer remembers to recommend me to Pharaoh two years later. I'm finally up. And so it can continue with Joseph's ups and downs. But rather than focusing his attention on his circumstances... Joseph focused on God's promise. Rather than focusing on himself, Joseph focused on serving God and others faithfully. Notice that when Joseph was tempted by Potiphar's wife, Joseph's mind was set on how his behavior affected others, those whom he loved and served. He refused Potiphar's wife, saying that everything his master owned was entrusted to his stewardship. He recognized that God had given him the opportunity to serve his master And in serving his master, he was serving God. How could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? He says in Genesis 39, verse 9. It reminds us of Colossians chapter 3, verses 22 to 24. Slaves, in all things obey those who are your masters on earth, not with external service, as those who merely please men, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, do your work heartily, as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. I am sure that even during the long periods of silence that Joseph endured, in which he could not hear God's voice, he was alive to the promise of God's abiding presence, although it did not always feel like it emotionally. The fact was to be acknowledged. The Lord was with Joseph. So he became a successful man. In Genesis 39, 2. This was true in the good days and on the bad days. The Lord was with him when he enjoyed liberty and the favor of men, and when in prison, despised and forsaken. But the Lord was with Joseph, we read in verse 21, and extended kindness to him and gave him favor in the sight of the chief jailer. The Lord was with him. To those who are in Christ, the truer and greater Joseph, God gives us His promise. He will not leave us or forsake us. In Hebrews 13, 5, Joseph was able to see the kindnesses extended to him, even while he was in prison under false charges. This reminds us of what we've read in Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. Now let's read from the New Testament, the Gospel of Matthew, chapters 12, verses 46 through chapter 13, verse 23. While he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand towards his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. FOR WHOEVER DOES THE WILL OF MY FATHER IN HEAVEN IS MY BROTHER AND SISTER AND MOTHER. CHAPTER thirteen. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed some seeds fell along the path, nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, quote, You will indeed hear, but never understand, and you will indeed see, but never perceive. End quote. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For truly I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears much fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and another thirty. Once again, Jesus is giving something for us all to think about. Jesus' mother and his half-brothers and sisters asked to speak with him in Matthew 12:46. You get the idea that they had not come to listen to him. Jesus' response points to the fact that there is another family with whom the bond will run much deeper than those to whom we are biologically related. We have a special relationship with those with whom we are joined in a faith union with Christ to do the will of the Father in heaven. This is the church. How wonderful to know that we are in God's family through our faith in Christ. Matthew chapter 13 is the parable of all parables, the foundational parable of the sower, the seed, and the soils. It unveils the mystery of God's work in bringing the revelational knowledge of Christ and the miracle of regeneration. May this reading inspire you to sow the seed of the gospel in faith, knowing that it has life-transforming power, May it also remind you to keep your heart tender towards the Word of God, free from the response of familiarity that breeds contempt, which is reflected in the packed ground of the wayside hearer, free from the conditional response of the fair-weather follower who says, I will listen if it makes me feel better. That's the shallow ground hearer. And free from the distractions, preoccupations, and worldly cares of the weedy ground hearer. Now let's read Psalm 17 beginning with verse 1. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips free from deceit. From your presence let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me, and you will find nothing. I have purposed that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the works of man, By the word of your lips I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I will call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. HIDE ME IN THE SHADOW OF YOUR WINGS, FROM THE WICKED WHO DO ME VIOLENCE, MY DEADLY ENEMIES WHO SURROUND ME. THEY CLOSE THEIR HEARTS TO PITY, WITH THEIR MOUTHS THEY SPEAK ARROGANTLY. THEY HAVE NOW SURROUNDED OUR STEPS, THEY SET THEIR EYES TO CAST US TO THE GROUND. HE IS LIKE A LION EAGER TO TEAR, AS A YOUNG LION LURKING IN AMBUSH. ARISE, O LORD, CONFRONT HIM, SUBDUE HIM, DELIVER MY SOUL FROM THE WICKED BY YOUR SWORD. From men by your hand, O Lord, from men of the world whose portion is in this life, you fill their womb with treasure, they are satisfied with children, and they leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness, when I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. As we read the Psalms, we find ourselves singing and praying. This verse is one that I like to pray. Keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 17 verse 8 The apple of the eye is the eyeball with the pupil in the center. The eyelids automatically close when there is the least possibility of danger. Think of how often you blink as the eyelid serves to protect and maintain the eye. The phrase is also found in Deuteronomy 32 verse 10. He found him in a desert land and in the howling waste of a wilderness. He encircled him. He cared for him. He guarded him as the pupil of his eye. It is easy to lose perspective if you are mindful of those who seem to be prospering in this life with no regard for God. Notice how David contrasts his attitude with that of the unbeliever. He says in verse 15 As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake I shall be satisfied with your likeness and truly as new testament believers we have the assurance that when we see him we shall be like him may this hope energize and purify you today and now reading from proverbs chapter 3 verses 33 to 35 the lord's curse is on the house of the wicked but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous toward the scorners he is scornful but to the humble He gives favor. The wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. It's good to be reminded that he scoffs at the scoffer and he gives grace to the afflicted. Those who honor him, he will honor. And fools ultimately display dishonor. Let's pray together. Gracious Father, today's readings remind us of your covenant love towards the redeemed. Your favor towards Joseph in good times and bad are a type of the steadfastness of your love towards those who are in Christ Jesus. Thank you for your presence with us and in us. We thank you for Emmanuel. You protect us in ways that are beyond our conception. You give grace to the humble and shield with favor those who trust in the person and work of your Son, our living Lord and Savior. May we acknowledge you as our sufficiency in all we do, and in all our ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining with me on our Bible reading tour. I hope that this is an encouragement to you. Please know that you are welcome to contact us by email with any questions or comments you may have. You can let us know how you are managing to keep the pace or where you may be struggling. Our email address is podcast at newlife.org. Also, we want you to know that you can receive a free written copy of the commentary portion on each passage from each day's readings in the One Year Bible by subscribing to a daily email at our website, newlife.org. Be sure that you don't miss a daily episode by subscribing to the One Year Bible Tour Guide Podcast wherever you get your podcasts, be it Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple, or Google Podcasts, YouTube, YouTube. You can even ask Alexa to play the One Year Bible Tour Guide podcast on iHeartRadio or whatever podcast service you may be utilizing. I hope you will join us tomorrow as we continue our reading through the Bible. And until then, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Shalom.